Well, and thank you very much for doing this and giving up your time for this. Um, let's start with some misconceptions or perceptions of the ITI, right? So this is maybe not a misconception, but I think there's people out there who think that the ITI is quite a closed group that's, you know, aiming, aimed towards more specialists and specialist focus. Um, it can exclude implant dentists working with different protocols. Um, and that it's a bit of a Strauman club. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that something you, you're aware of? This year's the 40th anniversary of, of the ITI. You know, the origins are very much from a position of academia aligned with, with the industry. Mm -hmm. And perhaps the, 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 we did develop a, a down the roots of being a very driven as a specialist academic organisation. Yeah. 40 years later where we are, well, the bulk of the membership in the UK, GDPs, make right. up the bulk of our membership. So there has been an evolution of the ITI worldwide and certainly within the UK. Yes, I would say in the past, certainly when I joined the ITI, it was a bit more intimidating than it is now. It was very much driven towards um, specialist practice, perhaps hospital practice, perhaps more driven down academic and research routes. Yeah. And these things are still very important. Yeah. But in the time that I've been with the ITI, I have seen this evolution whereby there is much more emphasis now on primary care. What, what about um, the, the kind of view that it excludes or it's not really open to people who practice in kind of with different protocols and it's kind of quite, it's, it's more aimed at a very homogenous group of um, practice? Yeah, yeah, you know, that's something that's often, often levied towards us. Uh, I, I can see where that comes from. Basically what we do is we, we as an organisation, we're very focused on evidence. So when we have the consensus groups, consensus statements every three, four years, and we have our meetings such as the World Symposia, yeah. we're looking to filter out the best evidence. And yeah. on the basis of that evidence, we're going to develop and highlight protocols which come with the firmest evidence base. However, I'm also very aware of the fact that there's so much education out there now mm -hmm. that we can't be blinkered and only discuss or reflect upon or within our study clubs yeah. um, view education that fit, falls within the narrow parameters that mm -hmm. might be acceptable to an ITI consensus statement. I think we have to be very, very ref receptive to yeah. look beyond the yeah. parapet and, and we're, we're doing more and more of that within the ITI. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the clubs are more divergent than they used to be. I went to Rob Aretti and Stephen Chen's kind of back-to-back -back talk, which I thought yeah. was brilliant, you know, so Rob talking about immediate implants and that approach, and then Stephen talking about um, the delayed approach as well, and that, they both got a really warm reception at it, and I thought it was a really interesting way of learning. I'd love to see more things like that, you know, back-to-back -back lectures, giving different opposing views, because that, that's something we've not seen from the ITI as much. It's, it's often a misconception that immediate placement is something that the ITI will never will never endorse. Yeah. And that's not true. I mean, there are protocols, there are occasions where we will uh, advocate a type 1 protocol. You know, if, if you're thinking of patients with thick tissue biotype, thick buccal plates, there may be cases where an immediate placement with a low smile line may be a form of treatment that is evidence-based. And these are things that we don't discriminate against. Mm -hmm. What we do is we look for the level of evidence we need to do, encourage us to, uh, um, if you like, support these protocols. 
but yes. we're certainly not resistant to discussing them. I, I saw that I saw that the, the Robertetti Stephen Chen yeah. Uh, and I, I like the fact that they had a debate. I really enjoy that kind of form of learning because sometimes you see one, you know, one version and you think, well, that's the right way to do things. But actually that style of um, discussion that allows you to think and see, see the broader picture sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Totally. And I think that's, you know, we did, a, we did an event recently for the Young ITR and we did, a, we, did a, we did a case discussion with myself, Matt, Roper, Timur, and Charlotte and Owen O'Sullivan. And I think from the feedback from the day, this is where the bit the part the delegates enjoyed the most was putting a couple of cases up, having four or five people, some oldies and some wiseies, sitting around with a cup of tea and yes. discussing the various ways you can manage a case or shoot a case. I love these case-based discussions yeah. where you have people with different opinions. With the ITI, what's what's the aim of the ITI now? You know, what does it stand for and what's what's it actually aiming to do? What's the point of it? Well, that's a good question. We're, we're primarily there to disseminate knowledge and, mm -hmm. and, and develop information and distribute information. The, the crux, I think, of the answer for that, for me, would be community. I think the ITI has to offer a community whereby people can relax and, dis and discuss and share knowledge. And with, with coming back to education then being one of the aims, what kind of educational content does the ITI deliver? What format? So you've got, you mentioned you've got study clubs, um, you've got annual section meetings for kind of layman's terms. That's another day's conference, isn't it really? Um, of education. Yeah. yeah. What else yeah. does the ITI do? The, 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 the primary focus of education is the study club. Study clubs are, are basically an educational program that is driven and dictated by the members of that club. Yeah. So if I'm a director of Glasgow and one of the members says to me today, I really love Dipesh Patari, can we have him come and speak to us on GBR or social media or how to restore a full a three unit bridge, mm -hmm. I organise that meeting. Number two, I think the greatest asset we have is the ITI Academy, right. which you'll be aware of and I hope many people are. It's an online resource which is all encompassing in the aspects of surgical and prosthetic implant dentistry. And the resource is phenomenal. Even, you know, whether you're experienced like, like us or a newbie to implant dentistry, there is a learning pathway that's applicable to everybody at the stage of their own educational development. Mm -hmm. So that's a fantastic resource. We have World Symposia, great. They're fantastic events. You can travel to Geneva, Singapore, or wherever you're, you're going to go. National meeting, we have what's called the annual session meeting, which has been renamed now the education event because it did imply it was like a committee meeting, yeah. which was a fear perhaps some people that didn't know. We've got a women's group, Women's ITI, right. under Nicola Cross. They were set to launch, they're going to aim to represent female uh, implant dentists. You know, we're, we're, we're turning out 50% plus female graduates, and we've got a membership in the ITI of 17% female. Yeah. So clearly, there's an issue whereby there's a, there's a barrier to access for implant yeah. dentistry for female dentists. And yeah. our women's group has the intention of uh, embracing that challenge. This right. is to launch this, this current meeting. Yeah. And we have the Young ITI, which is under Timur, as you know, and they run events twice a year, free of charge for members to um, provide content at a more standard level, not more advanced or complex, more looking to help the newbies to implant dentistry. And that's invaluable. I have been at most, if not all of these events, 
And it, I think the level they, they educate at is ideal for people who are new to implant dentistry. And the yeah, I did the magazine, the photo implantologicum, the treatment guides, there's so much there. Right. So if we talk about, we've got the treatment guides, we've got the World Symposium, we've got the online academy, we've got the annual section meeting or educational meeting, we've got the young ITI event, and then we've got the study club. And that's all included in the membership fee, is it? The only charges you'll pay will be if you, let me reflect upon this, you'll pay a charge to go to the World Symposium, it'll be discounted for a member. The annual meeting is not, is free of charge. The speaker event, if you're an ITI speaker, is free of charge. Yeah. Study clubs, free of charge, all included in the membership. Um, so the cost, the cost of joining the ITI, I had to have a look this morning, is, is about £290 per year. Um, and, yeah. and all of that. So it's based upon the currency exchange rate? Yeah. yeah. For me, I mean, if I talk about myself in the ITI, I think I, I, through the study clubs, I've met kind of colleagues in my area, which has been great for me. Um, it's allowed me to kind of have take these protocols that I know as I'm learning the ropes still, you know, it's, I know what I'm doing is kind of evidence-based, but also safe practice. Um, and then even as I'm starting to kind of get into teaching and speaking a little bit more, I've found the speaker development days really, really good. Um, yeah. so, you know, that's another, that's another little benefit as well for me. So I think yeah. it's helping me lift me up in my journey um, to yeah. take a beginner yeah. to someone more it's interesting you say that. My, my friend and colleague, Fahan Ahmed, Fahan joined the ITI a couple of years ago. Right. Uh, his first event, I think he came to, was Speaker Development Day. Yeah. And I think Fahan fed back to me from that event, this was something completely new. You know, this was not just an event aimed at doing tissue level implants and how you place them. This was something a wee bit beyond. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'm people to expect the ITI to deliver. Yeah. So Speaker Development Day is, is, a, is a useful, certainly a useful event. Yeah. And one of the questions I wanted to ask you as somebody who's kind of still right at the beginning of kind of my journey in implantation, what do you think makes a good leader? What's good leadership to you? Wow. Wow. Great question. Um, yeah. I've always been really fascinated by what factors apply to make somebody a strong leader. Yeah. I think it's multifactorial. I think in the, in the context of being a chairman of a group like the ITI, so we've got like being, I suppose, the manager of a football team. You know, you've got a lot of talent around you. You know, you, uh, I love the video of halftime in Cardiff when Real won the Champions League when they beat Juventus. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a video, you can find it on YouTube, where at halftime, Zidane brings the players in at halftime and they form a circle around them. But for 10 minutes, he tells the players how great they are, how they have the capacity to win this game, yeah. that they should go out and play to their strengths and enjoy it. And of course, the rest of Cesar Real won the Champions League, beat Juventus and Cardiff. He also has the ability to juggle egos and juggle talent yeah. and deal with people who are far superior as yeah. players than, than most people would ever have to deal with. So the ITI, I think we have a membership that contains clinicians that are far better than me. Okay. And people who I've achieved far more than I will ever achieve. Mm -hmm. We have people who are leaders in the profession, leaders in research. We work with uh, we work with colleagues in other nations that are breathtakingly inspiring. As the chain of our section, I think that the, the key of leadership is to allow everybody to develop their talents in such a way that they can work without fear or inhibition. 
but also remain connected to the core principles of the ITI. Yeah. My role is just the guy that won an election to oversee and, and, be the, and be the point of contact. So I think for leadership, you have, to be, you have to be aware, you have to be present, you have to be respectful, yeah. you have to give support to your team, yeah. you have to be able to take the bad when it comes at you, you have to take criticism, not react in a way that is personal or or, or un, unnecessary and i think you should be very uh, respectful of the, the fact that all you are is somebody who's been elected you're not a superior human being you're not any better than anybody else all you did was win an election you're the custodian of the membership what is the relationship between the iti and the adi we hate each other <laughs> um, the relationship at the moment is, is two different organisations. Um, I'm a member of both. I belong to the ITI, I belong to the ADI, I've been a member of the ADI for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Um, the ADI uh, is, has a different mission statement from the ITI. Okay. Yeah. So I think there are many similarities between the two organisations yeah. and there are some differences. Uh, each, I think, has benefits. Uh, the benefit to me of ADI is, 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 is a larger organisation. I can meet a lot more friends and colleagues. Yeah. Uh, ITI, I think, provides more educational content through, through study clubs, yeah. higher density, higher concentration, more events. The ITI's academy, I think, is a, is a very strong element of our membership. I don't think there's something uh, equitable on the ADI yeah. uh, platform. But at the end of the day, they're both organisations that are trying to progress implant dentistry and, you know... Yeah, you know, I work with Abbott for care. Abbott was the immediate past president of the ADI. Yeah. And it was one day we were sitting at lunch and the two of us had been on our phones for about 45 minutes. Yeah. ADI business, ITA business. And at the end of lunch, we went back to work. And he, he said to me, you know, when we've started implant dentistry, this level of education just didn't exist. Whether it's ITI or ADI, the volume that we provide on both sides yeah. and the concentration on both sides yeah. is so much greater than it was, you know, 20 years ago. And I, I haven't said to me, you know, the members of both are lucky because we're putting so much in to make education available for them. Yeah. And that's, I think if, if I'm going to say one thing about the relationship, it's we have so much in common because we've got this committed passion to education. We might not always agree, but we have the same commitment to being good. Brilliant. Colin, thank you very much for your time.